It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Fox News Podcasts presents the Brett Bear Podcast. Common ground. There are a number of senators on the Republican side that continue to want to find common ground. We emphasize the conflict and, and controversy sells. And I think it's a problem because most Americans look at Washington and see something that's broken. Why don't we look for ways that we celebrate what this country is capable of doing? It's amazing what you can do when you get off social media and you start talking, communicating with one another because there is common ground. With Fox News chief political anchor Brett Baer. It is time for our Common Ground segment, bringing two sides together. Joining us tonight, Florida Republican Congressman Mike Waltz and California Democratic Congressman John Garamendi. Thank you both uh, for being here. want to start with uh, the latest as the briefings have continued about these objects taken down by the U.S. military, the concern about that, uh, and really a lot of questions about what's going on. Uh, Congressman Waltz, first to you, and then Congressman Garamendi, your thoughts on this. Sure, Brett. Well, I think we need to take a step back and appreciate that NORAD uh, that defends North American airspace has never shot down uh, an aircraft or an object over our homeland in its 65 years of existence, and now we've shot down four. Uh, so, uh, look, at the end of the day, my questions around our policy still remain. Uh, if those last three objects had not been uh, at an altitude where it can interfere with civilian aircraft, it had been at 60,000 feet or higher where uh, the original spy balloon was, would we have then let it go? Uh, if something is so large that it presents a hazard to people on the ground, if it's shot down, does that get a free pass? So I just am looking for some consistency here. Uh, I am glad the administration is taking a more assertive uh, approach now to defending our sovereignty. Uh, and at the end of the day, we're all trying to figure out if these are all Chinese uh, uh, of Chinese origin, why they're doing it now. Have they been doing it for quite some time? Are we just now detecting it? Uh, and then what military gaps we have in terms of our radars, our sensors, and our abilities to detect things in the space between where aircraft fly and uh, where satellites fly. Congressman Garamendi, the New York Times had uh, China saying it tries to depict uh, the furor over the spy balloon as a sign of U.S. decline. Uh, quote, why else would a great power be spooked by a flimsy inflatable craft, China has argued, if not for a raft of internal problems like an intensely divided society and intractable partisan strife driving President Biden to act tough on Beijing. That's China's take. Well, what, what else would you expect from China? Hmm. But the reality here is that Mike's on the right track. All of us learned a great deal about the, the balloon issue and then the subsequent three uh, sightings and shootdowns. Uh, and we're going to go forward. We're going to go forward together, for, having uh, understood this particular problem. And now we do know that the, uh, uh, the Chinese Communist Party uh, is trying to use balloons and other devices, satellites and the rest, uh, to spy on us. That's not new. But the balloon, yeah, that's new. Now we're ready to go. And, and Mike's correct. We've learned a lot. And we do need clear, consistent policy. You all are working uh, together on the subcommittee of the Armed Services uh, Committee on, on Readiness. And 
you all right. do see some common ground on a couple of things specifically, reliance on China, reducing that reliance for defense supply chain being one of them, and a few others. Congressman Waltz? Well, that's, that's exactly right, Brett. Not only do we have to bring those supply chains back to the United States or at least to an allied country where we can access them, we have to protect the existing ones in place. We recently had to ground our joint strike fighter fleet, our most advanced fighter across all the services, because it had a key engine component that it turns out we discovered was manufactured in China. And not only could they turn that off in a time of conflict, they could infect uh, potentially various types of supplies. And then the other thing that, uh, that John and I are working very hard on is pushing our logistics and our maintenance forward across the Pacific. Uh, you know, we don't have a Poland right next to Taiwan. Uh, you know, we have a large ocean there, so logistics will be far tougher. We need to make sure Taiwan is armed, but that we also have the stockpiles of parts and fuel uh, and other uh, logistics items that we need there at the ready and with the political agreements in place so that our partners and allies will allow us to use them uh, if we come to some type of conflict. All right, we're going to take a quick pause here. We'll be back after this. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch. Congressman Garrett Mende, I know you're just back from a CODEL overseas um, to Poland talking about Ukraine. You heard Congressman Waltz mention that. I want to play a soundbite from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Mark Milley, about Russia and where it stands. Take a listen. Russia is now a global pariah, and the world remains inspired by Ukrainian bravery and resilience. In short, Russia has lost. They've lost strategically, operationally, and tactically, and they are paying an enormous price on the battlefield. I know you all are on the same page on getting weapons in and supporting Ukraine, but you, you agree with that, that Russia has lost from what you saw over in Poland? Well, I would put it this way. Russia is losing. This fight is not over. And that is one of the major reasons that we were there to make sure that the American equipment uh, that is flowing into that area is actually getting to the front uh, in a timely way. Uh, there's plenty to debate about whether something should have been there two, three, four months ago. And that's a debate worth having. But what we know now from this trip and I was there with the chairman of the, the new chairman of the committee, Mike Rogers, is that the American military, our logistical systems are working and the equipment is accounted for and it is getting to the front. Uh, that's all to the good. But there's a very tough battle out ahead. Uh, there's certainly the uh, probably right now the Russians are starting a spring offensive and uh, we're hoping that and planning and providing for Ukraine uh, to counter that offensive and to launch their own offensive uh, in the days and weeks ahead. So it's a tough situation there, as it is in the Pacific. Uh, the Chinese Communist Party is pushing hard in the Pacific, and we're countering. We're counting with a diplomacy, which uh, actually was the foundation for what is now happening in Ukraine, the, uh, the European Union, NATO, all round and organized to do it. And we need to do the same in the Pacific and build up our alliances there. 
And I know you, you all are both working behind the scenes on a number of those fronts together. Congressman Garamendi, I want to ask you one question about politics, and that is uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein saying she's not running for re-election. Uh, do you have a horse in that race as of yet? Uh, no, I don't. But I have an extraordinary uh, value for Senator Feinstein. I've worked with her well over 30 years now. She's an extraordinary woman. Uh, she has fought the battles all the way, not just for California, which she's been very, very successful on, but also for the military, for families in America, uh, and in her role on the uh, Judiciary Committee, the first woman and the first woman chairperson of the Intelligence Committee. Uh, we're going to miss her. We're going to miss her in California, and this nation is going to miss her because she's just an extraordinary uh, individual. Well, thanks for... Uh adding that. And Congressman Waltz, I know that's not common ground because you're trying to push for a Republican, but um, there is some common ground to talk about. And gentlemen, we appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Mike. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.